Hi, my name's Amanda Trout and welcome to Reality Arts Podcast. Each week I will bring you a different insight and inspiration about art, creativity and arts in health. Join me as we step out of our comfort zones, unwrap those hidden gems and move forward in our creative purpose. You're listening to Reality Arts, helping you to increase your creativity and unlock your hidden talents. Well, hello and welcome to today. It's Monday and it's Reality Arts created in Faith Day. Every Monday for the next, mm, I guess we've got about 40 episodes over the the year to come. Um, We'll be looking at different issues um, around creating in faith um, and looking at, um, we look at a particular word and what that means. And today, the word chosen is closeness. So um, it's actually been quite a a busy week leading up to today. And this week hasn't even started, but last week, and especially yesterday. And um, this has, this is kind of linked to the topic of closeness because we went to a wedding and um, it was a lady that I met about I would say um, a month a month ago basically and I met her at an exhibition that I was showing some work and we said a few words to each other but we immediately hit it off and it was really weird well it it wasn't weird for me because you know I understand that there are going to be people that you meet and I just take it as a matter of course you meet and you get really get on well with them and then you strike up a friendship and it feels like you've known each other for years or you know you could also meet somebody get on really well with and then never see them again um, or have those people that you don't really get on with and they're still in your lives so <laughs> you have to think about how you um, respond to each of those relationships but that's in terms of an example of closeness it was just like we um, hit off on a particular vibration and or dimension and then it was like we'd we'd known each other for a while and so I went to a wedding and it was a beautiful wedding and um, it was also an expression of her and her fiance's love for one another. They were childhood sweethearts and then they went their separate ways in their 20s, I think. Went their separate ways, they each got married, had kids, divorced, um, you know, met other people. And sort of like 20, 30 years later, their paths crossed again. They reached out to one another and it was just like the spark was there and they realized that they were each other's love you know they felt a really deep love for one another and decided to get married and it was just like wow you know that that your paths could um separate somebody that you know separate i mean i think they went out when they were like teenagers and then but that your paths could then re-emerge and um you find that love that was there all along um, and in and despite you getting married to somebody else and having kids and the kids growing up that 
you could still find that, you know, that for love is not something that anyone can say, well, I must, I must love this person and this is the only person I'm going to love. We have different levels of love um, for people and that's the separation between well, whether somebody you do end up marrying somebody or they just stay friends or they're just an acquaintance and you can decide. Um, I think we talked about boundaries and restoration. That was one of the um, uh, talks, the Monday talks. And, um, you know, you can have varying degrees of relationship and that's closeness in terms of when you define we're not def we're not defining closeness, but that's what I mean. That you know, when you think about different types of closeness, um, and and you can think about the relationships that we have with you know you have with your family and friends, and sometimes closeness is determined by how freely we are able to share matters of the heart. You know, there are some people that you will re reveal certain things to who are close to you who are not people you should be sharing your heart with because they, they'll either you know, throw it back in your face or, um, or use it against you. you know, it might be that type of person if you've had that kind of experience. Um, and I think you do have to discern who to tell or share your dreams with. That's really important. Um, and it could be somebody who, you know, you could meet a perfect stranger, perfect stranger, imperfect stranger. You might meet a stranger who, for some reason, you click on a per another personal level and you're able to share um, or you, you, you find yourself sharing with them because they're receptive and they're not judging you, but they're pretty much like a counsellor who might say to you, you know, um, and sometimes if you do need to, you know, go into any kind of therapy, it's, it's, it's usually good to, um, I mean, usually you find if you talk to somebody that you don't know, you can share and talk to them about things on particular levels. So it also, we also look at how much quality time um, we spend with the people that we feel that we're close to uh, and nurturing the relationships and the closer we get the more we trust and and I would have said let your guard down but it's that you feel more at ease with sharing certain things with that person and you know and knowing their dislikes and 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 likes so are you able to do this for yourself and how much time have you really spent getting to know yourself, what you like and what you don't like? And I mean, really like, you know, there are some people who, who still, you know, they could be pushing, I don't know, you know, whatever age, well, late, later years of their age, and they still don't know. And it's, they still don't know what they like because it's not something that they ever did. You know, they never considered themselves and their needs and what they wanted. Um, and we can find ourselves swept along by the needs of others, constantly trying to please and going through the motion when it's 
when the real you is crying out, what about me? So when do you think, when do you think about yourself? You've spent so long doing things for others that you don't even know what you feel like doing anymore and you realise that the years have passed since the last time you thought about doing something for yourself. And um, I found that when I was caring for my mother with dementia that there were times where, you know, it seemed like months went by and I never did anything for myself. It was that I was in the routine of the care and dealing with social workers and, you know, dealing with the next issue that was coming up. But I never thought about, you know, even something simple for myself. And it, it, it took a while before I was able to incorporate small things to begin with. And then I increased it. So um, when I first used to go to stay down at my mum's, there was like, three, four nights a week. So I would go along, it was the A406, A the motorway. And um, I used to find it, it was a horrible journey. And so I was setting myself up to be, even before I got there. And my son used to go to this weekend arts college and that was in Finchley, Finchley? Um, somewhere, yeah, back of Hampstead anyway. So um, on the way home, I drove, on the way home, I drove back through these, it was the back roads, but it was really scenic. And then I realized that, oh, I could go to my mum's, travel to my mum's that way. And that, whilst it, it, it only added like about five minutes to the journey, it was such a pleasant journey because it was tree-lined roads and, you know, manicured gardens. And so it set you up for, a, it was a lovely feeling. You know, it was like you were taking, you was taking a walk in a park. That's how it felt, even though you were driving. And, um, and so that was something that really helped before I even got to my mum's. And then other things I would do was, like I created a travel journal and, um, you know, I didn't take all my art supplies. I, I just took three colours and some gesso and a brush and my journal. And it was a catalogue, um, altar journal. And so there were images in there and I just used that. And it was just like that simple act of preparing pages. And that's all I said, you know, I didn't have to complete a page. I didn't have to, you know, add any writing or anything. It was just prepping pages for when I next had time. Um, and later what I would do was either when I got back home or if I decided that day to take some additional supplies, I would work on that page when I had time after I had, say, put mum to bed, you know, after she'd ate and gone to bed or whatever. And, and so you have to, I had to find things and I, I had to remind myself that, you know, you just got this one life. And so, you know, you've got to live it to the fullness and you have to let go of the doubts and the worries. And, and I've said this to myself before, I had to get out of my own way, you know, not fearing 
solitude, but really listening to my heart and hearing my own breath, not waiting to be chosen or rescued, but being there for me and choosing me. So, as I said, one way of um, finding my voice was using my art journal and through creativity. And I really encourage you to find some creative activity. You don't have to work in an art journal. I mean, and, and I think that if, if you've like had an instant aversion, maybe it's something that you should try. So if you think, oh no, I couldn't work in my art journal, perhaps it's something you should try because what you may think that it involves may be totally so far from what it actually is and it is it's a, a really good creative tool um, so it might be that you you like walking or you like taking photographs so that's something else that you can do and um, I find it's it helps you tap into that voice um, the hidden voice, the one that's suppressed, the one that when you say what it is that I like might say, oh, you know, I like bubble baths or, oh, I want to go to the beach. And you might, the adult in you might turn around and, and say, oh, no, I can't do that now. Or, you know, um, oh, uh, that's for kids, you know, bubble baths, that's for kids. So that's the negative voice saying, no, that's a really bad idea and you um it takes time to listen to that voice to say well actually do you, know, do you know what i'd really like to go to an ice cream parlor and just have an ice cream and sit there and savor the taste um, and so you have to spend time learning how to listen for that voice and it takes time so you need to spend time reflecting and getting to know again what makes you really tick, what excites you, what upsets you, what encourages you, and do more of that. And even, you know, finding out what angers you um, and, and thinking and then working through it. And you can use your journal to do that by not only writing but finding images that expresses how you feel and then working through how you feel by finding more images or how you would like to feel you know because when you dwell on the i feel angry i feel upset i feel you know wronged then that's a spiral that gathers momentum and it's difficult to get out of and then you start um you start to attract that and you start making decisions based from that point rather than based from a point of you know really being able to see clearly and discern so you need to learn how to love yourself unconditionally and I want you to think about what that would mean and how it could manifest in your life <coughs> so here here are a few ideas and you can add, you know, it's not an exhaustive list, it's just a few to get you started. Now you might have some that, um, some ideas that immediately come up for you and so I just suggest you go with that and um, it's always good to have a few more ideas. So this is all about, again, getting closer to who you were called to be and to yourself, to that inner child, to the inner you who needs to be brought out, 
who has got so many wonderful ideas, um, who's got so many wonderful goals and thoughts. So, okay, so here's a few. Listen to your needs. So this is going to take practice. And um, as I say, you know, sometimes when you, when an idea comes to you, think about what else is stirring up. So if you suddenly hear or, you know, feel, oh no, I couldn't do that, then the thing that's kind of pushing you away is the one that you must move away from. And so go towards, you know, maybe trying it, you know, trying to, um, you know, look at, say, working in a journal. And that was one of the, ex the um, examples that I showed you. It could just be going to the beach. You know, oh no, but um, I haven't got a car. Perhaps you can get a, you know, that's an excuse. When you're using an excuse not to do it, um, get on a bus, you know, um, or walk. You could incorporate the two. So do something nice for yourself every day, whether it's big or small, you know, and I would probably suggest start with the smaller things and the more you get used to doing it, you'll do it naturally. And um, some of the things you might want to do is make a list of the things that you like. Appreciate yourself. Think about the things you love about yourself. And again, make a list. And, you know, to begin with, it could be difficult. But as you go on, you um, will get better at it. So compliment yourself daily and say these things out loud and it's important. Don't just think them, oh, you know, like, oh, I really like your hair today. But actually say it, you know, you need to hear it because words have power. Um, celebrate your achievements. I've got an achievement book that, that I write everything down, everything that I've achieved down, all the things that have happened. And I thought, yeah, you know, well done, you know, um, because even if you're not, even if you're not, you don't have anybody else saying it, you can be saying it to yourself. And um, again, it's part of the celebrating of you. And nurture yourself. Something that takes you out of, takes you out of where you are and looking after yourself. So it could be that you take a walk, time in the garden, eating healthily, a bubble bath, reading a book, do something daily. So let me know how you get on. I would love to hear your successes and um, things that you've learnt and look forward to hearing from you soon. Take care. You're listening to Reality Arts, helping you to increase your creativity and unlock your hidden talents. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. You can check me out on my blog or YouTube channel for more creative insights, videos and reviews. Stay blessed and be a blessing.